Now, last week on the show, I told you about News 90, which is a new flash briefing available to anybody who has an Alexa-enabled device. And it will give you a 90-second news update, basically telling you what you need to know without having to trawl through the different news outlets. And this is one of a number of innovations that are happening, not only here at News Talk and Barrow Media Audio Ireland, but across the digital audio space. Uh, And I wanted to delve a little bit deeper into this to understand what's happening uh, in this field, how it benefits us, the users, and what impact it's going to have on the wider media landscape. And who better to talk about all of this, and I'm sure more, yeah, than Keela Brodigan, who is the Group Digital Director at Barrow Media Audio Ireland. Uh, Keela, I'm delighted to have you on the show. Uh, there's an awful lot of buzzwords uh, in this space and in the media space as a whole, but let's just start at the very beginning. When I talk about, you know, digital audio in the intro there, what exactly are we talking about? Hi Jess, great to, great to be here. Thank you. Um so digital audio is, it, it kind of covers a variety of different formats. So it's its any type of audio that you can listen to via a digital device. So that includes um, radio um, as we know it, but you just happen to be listening to it either on a smartphone or on a smart speaker or on a, on a desktop. Um, it includes uh, music streaming. It includes on demand. So the likes of, you know, podcasting or catch up um, radio. So it kind of it, it crosses over quite a few uh, formats, but, but basically it's any kind of audio that you can listen to digitally. Mm. And w- what it intrigues and excites me about digital audio is it's kind of easier to measure and you can, I'm sure, identify trends in user behaviour. So even if we looked at me as a case study, I might listen to the radio in the morning, play a podcast on my way to work and listen to music on the way home. But all of those things leave little data trails behind, which I'm sure then is beneficial from a strategy point of view to try and ensure that, you know, Barrow Media Audio Ireland as a content house is offering me what I want, where I want it, when I want it. Absolutely. And I think that's the really exciting thing for our business um, that, you know, we can kind of map that customer journey or that listening journey as, you know, you, you've just kind of defined your own and ensure that, you know, no matter what what device anybody's using, if they're commuting in on the Lewis in the morning or if they're working from home and they've got the smart speaker playing in, in the background or indeed dropping the kids to school and they've got the radio on. So what, whatever those kind of opportunities are that we have either a device or or, or content there uh, for, for people to, to listen to. And that's the opportunity for us um, as a business to be there for for our audiences but it's also really interesting you know from I suppose from from a commercial point of view because there's been different bits of research done that you know when podcasts for example are integrated into other types of media digital media campaigns it actually kind of you know increases the trust and 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 the recall so it's a really really powerful medium um in in the digital world you know to be able to so particularly at a time when when trust can can be some somewhat um, uh, lacking maybe across across some medium, but um, audio because it has that kind of foundation in being you know very much about the personality, about the brand, about you know welcoming somebody you know into your home in, into your kitchen. It really has that kind of deep emotional connection with audiences. So for us then to be able to move beyond uh, radio, which obviously is is uh, core um, to our business, but to be able to offer in a digital world, um, a, a digital format that supplements and augments um, digital campaigns is really, really powerful. 
And I want to talk a little bit about, without doing sort of a This Is Your Lifestyle programme, but for those who don't know, Bower Media Audio Ireland is the home for News Talk, Today FM, Spin 98 and Go Loud. And I know this is a journey that you've been working on here for, for many years now. But take us back a little bit about the starting point of going from radio stations into, you know, a content publishing house that has multiple formats. I, I just mentioned the the flash briefing as an example, uh, but but we, we've kind of, I suppose, spread out quite a bit now. So what was the starting point and how did you identify the, the, the I suppose, the, the avenues to go down uh, to ensure that we were, again, where the listener needs and wants us to be? And that's it, Jess. It's, it's always about um, the, the, the great thing about our business is that we've always been agile. We've always been future uh, future looking. We've always been, I suppose, audience and, and customer focused. Um, so it, it was always about um, keeping an eye on, on on the trends and where where people are, were, were listening. And obviously, I suppose the, the, the first one was, you know, people were listening on their desktop and people were listening on on their their um, their smartphone. And, you know, we obviously um, not just responded, I, I would argue, but kind of got I got ahead of a lot of those those trends. You know, we created kind of, you know, first to market apps, you know, so that people could have that direct connection with the brand that, that they were were connected with. So we kind of started out as, you know, websites um, digital listening via desktop and then moving into individual apps for each of our brands. But as you rightly pointed out, we are a portfolio of, of businesses. And, and if you look at those businesses, you know, the, the, the kind of target demographic stretches, you know, right from your youth stations from a spin perspective, right through through the, the, the spectrum to your, to your 55 pluses. We've got everything from sports to speech to music and entertainment. So we have a, a really rich portfolio of, of content. And what we do know uh, or did know at the time and, and still do, but as one, one of the kind of um, key kind of data points for us was around um, the Jane Law research, which is obviously the, the nationally representative re- research um, in the context of, of radio listening. And that at the time was telling us that, you know, every Irish person, and we know that Irish people have such a love and an, an affinity for, for radio, but they were listening to on average about 2.5 radio stations. Um, that was kind of their portfolio of stations and they'd switch um, between them depending on what the needs were. So I suppose, you know, we kind of had a conversation, you know, given the breadth and depth and richness of our own portfolio, why couldn't we compete to be, you know, at any given point, you know, any of those two, 2.5 options. So we started down the path of kind of aggregating our, our, um, our digital experience, let's say, and we've kind of created this kind of destination platform now called Go Loud, which is, and that is not just an aggregator um, of our brands because it does kind of, um, it is a content proposition. You know, we create content both from a music and, and a podcast perspective kind of outside of um, the content of all of our uh, brilliant radio stations and, and that content kind of supplements or <clears throat> extends uh, or complements the content strategies um, of, of the portfolio. So it was about kind of building this kind of proposition in the market where you could go to one place and you could then access all the brilliant radio stations that, that you wanted. You could access all of the on-demand content you wanted, you know, be that, you know, a podcast from Off the Ball, from, from News Talk or, or indeed The Guardian. Um, we had a, a, a massive portfolio of content and then also from a music playlist perspective. So irrespective of what mood or genre or occasion, if you were working out in the gym, if you were, you know, uh, taking the dog for a walk or you fancied a, um, a, a playlist for a party that, that you were throwing, we would have some, something there. 
so that kind of like started us on the journey of you know very much being about um content and you know I would argue and, and I say this myself even though I am the digital director of the, of the group the platform is somewhat irrelevant because in the world that we live in today it is just expected that they work you know and that they they do what the user wants them to do that the journey is seamless that the recommendations are great um the, the expectation is there that it's a great user experience and it's something that we work really really hard on to continue to to, to optimize and then with that, then behaviors change. I mean, if anything, um, you know, COVID was, was an absolute catalyst for an explosion um, of digital listening. And I suppose, you know, thanks to, I suppose, the strategic positioning of, of our business and the investment um, that we had put in, in in the lead lead up to it, we were really, really well positioned to, to leverage the shift in consumer behavior as people started to, A, listen to more radio and listen to more digital audio, um, but also um, a shift in behavior and how they were listening. So, um, I mean, we've seen a massive explosion in, in smart speaker listening over over the last number of years and absolutely accelerated um, by COVID. So I think the the, the very kind of, um, it was a bit of a long-winded uh, answer, but I suppose it, to answer your question, it's always about kind of monitoring trends, monitor, monitoring what consumers are doing how they're behaving but always having having the consumer and and our, our listeners at the heart of everything that that we do be that the content we create or or the platforms that we invest in yeah and one of the things about the it's we always say the news talk app powered by go loud but it's kind of all within the one ecosystem is that the more you listen on the platform there are learnings and the recommendations get smarter and you're more likely to jump in from say the Pat Kenny show to something on Dermot and Dave to a music playlist or whatever it is how, how much legwork and constant maintenance goes into that or is it something that is entirely automated now? So we made a deliberate decision that it would we would not go the fully automated route. So we have a hybrid, um, and that is um, somewhat to do with the amazing heritage and, and, and legacy we have in audio. That it is a mixture of art and science, you know, between you know the how music is selected or how a content strategy is is kind of put together, always with with, with the audience at, at the heart of it. So yes, we have AI powering recommendations. And that your experience with with any of the the applications will be different to mine because it's based on consumption and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but we also have the human curation side of it as well, you know. So that gives us an ability to be able to kind of oh my god, there was a cracking interview on Pat Kenny, or you know, Jess interviewed such and such, or there was a brilliant interview on Off the Ball, or there's an amazing playlist. Um, there from from today FM, it enables us to hero our own content because, as we rightly know, um, sometimes there's a bit of um, fatigue. You know, how many times have you opened up Netflix and spent half an hour kind of flicking through it and then decided that you can't pick anything that that, that you want you want to watch. So that was something that we were acutely aware of, you know, that we wanted to make sure that our listeners and that our our audiences were getting the best content. Um, and, and the most recent content as well. So we can change all of this on the fly, which is great. And we, we built all of our platforms to have that kind of flexibility that we could literally um, change things w- within seconds. So it is that kind of fine balance between, you know, the machine, which, you know, obviously can suck up a huge amount of, of data points and then, you know, um, create a, an audience segmentation and then deliver content relevant um, to to different different needs, but also balancing it with with that human side, because, 
you know, I suppose one of the things that, you know, we are different from the likes of other um, maybe music streaming apps in, in in the industry, you know, that could be argued as, as being almost, you know, like the jukebox in the corner that is purely a machine. You know, the, the beauty um, uh, uh, about radio and digital audio and and, and I think it, it's it's reflected in the relationship um, that our audiences have with, with our brands is that human touch. Mm. And talking of human touch, I know just this week, um, the team from Hold My Drink, which is a Go Loud original podcast, held live events in Vicker Street, which is incredible. And again, that is something that members of your team are doing. So it's not just a supplement to our radio products. There's also brand new products that exist in audio, in social media, but then physical events too. It is, you know, that there was a talk a few years ago that maybe podcasts and influencers would put an end to traditional news outlets. But that's not the case. It just seems to be like another another tentacle that's prodding out of the side and is thriving. So, yes, you're, you're, you're right. It's, it's, I mean, one of the interesting things is, so as I said, like, you know, Go, Go Loud is um, an audio platform which houses our portfolio of content, but it is also a content production house um, to supplement. And, you know, we obviously identified opportunities, you know, from an audience perspective where there were gaps in the market. And, you know, we've kind of doubled down from a go-loud perspective on comedy and entertainment, on, you know, life and uh, health and uh, and wellness, true crime, that, that kind of thing, which when you kind of like lay out the portfolio across all of the brands is very, very complementary. Um, and it and it's been hugely hugely um, successful, which which is great. But one of the uh, things that we've really learned is that you know just because you're a high profile influencer on X platform does not translate into quality talent um, uh, uh, across across audio. We've obviously had some incredible success um, with that, but we've also had you know um, some some learnings as uh, as well. So. It is very much always and should be and has been about the quality of, of the talent and the likes of um, Charlene Murphy and, and Ellie Kelly from Hold My Drink, uh, which, you, which you've referenced, they're absolute um, talent and they have really, really um, built a community ar- around the podcast. And it is very much around that they're really authentic um, and positive influences on on the lives of of their listeners, you know, and, and it is a um, a, a particular de- demographic, um, and there's there's lots of different um, podcasts within within our portfolio that, that that I could point to, but it is very much that that direct connection and the building of 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 community, and I think that's what's really powerful from a podcast perspective. Because it is different. It's, you know, it's not broadcast. You actually, as a listener, have to actively seek these things out, you know. So um, it takes a little bit more um, more work, you know, to to get people. And, and you know, ergo, you know, there can be a lot more kind of um, niche niche content. But it is very much a, a, around, around that community. And, and the opportunity from a live events perspective is, again, to build and, and, and I suppose somewhat kind of um, reward the loyalty of, of of the listeners and and give them that direct access to to the people that they have um, in in their ears um, twice a week. And the the live events that that, that you referenced, um, they are very much kind of live productions and more of of the podcast and the level of interaction between you know the podcasters um, on, on stage and and the audience is is phenomenal. 
Um, so they've been really, really successful for for, um, for us. Um, but then there will absolutely be some podcasts that would not naturally fit into, into the live event space. So it's not a case of, you know, we've made a decision that every podcast needs to have a live event. That's absolutely not the case. We're, we've always been data-driven. We've always listened to what the audience um, wants. And it is very much that, that kind of data point around community that helps us make a decision as to whether, yeah, this is something that, that the audience will respond to. Yeah, and I think it goes back to the intimacy of radio and why people like radio. And now this is just a new evolution of that. Um, my final question, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but are you and your team constantly looking at new innovations in the tech space to see how they can benefit and augment further what we're what we as a group are already doing to reach more people or to give people more of what they want? Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, th- there's there's a lot of work just given the pace of innovation in in the digital space just to kind of keep the current platforms up to spec you know and 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 to make sure that the experience is is still great and that the content in it is great you know so so there's there's the the kind of making sure that every touch point and and um, every interaction digital interaction that that our listeners have have with our brands that that they have a really really good experience so that's one body of work and absolutely around innovation so I mean, you know, we're we've just launched the the flash briefing with with news talk, and again, that's very much around where are people listening, what are they doing on those platforms, and how can we provide something that will that will deliver a great experience. And the flash briefing is is an example of of, of that. But I mean, you know, coming, you know, you've got um, the metaverse coming, you know. Uh, challenges around youth listening you know there's a, a, a incredibly huge demographic um or, and wide-ranging demographic of of people um um of people um gaming you know so it's trying to kind of you know identify where our audience is what is a good uh, fit, fit for us you know everything from um the the new the new chat dare dare I say it and and how that can be leveraged AI how can we leverage that you know to make sure that our recommendations um are are better and not even just from a consumer perspective but also from a business perspective to be able to kind of optimize workflows so you know everything from you know the the, the next generation of of the car you know in car listening is still huge in in Ireland. But as, you know, dashboards change to be integrated with either, you know, an Amazon or what, whatever um, platform the, the, the manufacturers just decide to, to go with, what is our posture in, in this space? And, and also, you know, we've built um, and take great pride in the relationships and the direct relationship that we have with, with our listeners. And it's a double-edged sword whereby, you know, we need a lot of... Um, you know, we, we need to work with third parties, you know, to make sure that whatever devices our audiences are, are listening on, that we're there. Um, but also, you know, we need to protect that direct relationship because, you know, there could be decisions made down, down the line that, um, you know, cuts off uh, that relationship on, on different platforms. So we need to always be aware of um, what's coming down the line, both from a, from a platform, from a behavior perspective, um, and also um, trying to, to create innovative ways of keeping our, our, our customers and, and our listeners um, happy and entertained and informed and, and engaged, but also about protecting um, that, that relationship, um, particularly around, around third parties. So yeah, um, it's a really interesting space to, to, to be in. Um, 
And I think, you know, I'm, I'm really lucky to work in an industry that is as creative and as innovative and as embracing as it has been um, to digital audio. I mean, we don't necessarily describe ourselves as, as a radio business anymore. We're an audio business. So that's a great place to be. And I suppose, and, and to be working in uh, as the, the business that is at, at the forefront of digital and innovation from, from an audio perspective in, in this market. And also now to have peers across lots of other different markets um, is, is a very exciting place to be. Yeah, no, it really is. Well, I'm sure we could talk for another hour, but we won't. Uh, Keila Rodigan, thank you so much for joining us here on News Talk. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Jess.